Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. Well, you know who likes to give back to their community? is one of our sponsors, Jim, Chris Cruz from Cruz Customs Flags. He does custom flags out of bourbon barrels. Not only does that he do that, but he's also using veterans to build those flags with. I've got one right behind me, Jim. I know you've got one on your bar. Beautifully handcrafted, repurposing a bourbon barrel, uh, not throwing it away, not making it into smoking chips, making a piece of Americana, right? It's something that'll last uh, probably quite a few years longer than a bourbon barrel would, right? Not only that, but he's using veterans to build those uh, pieces of art with. You know, you got to love that. But he's also giving back to his community at all times, helping veterans out like ourselves. Um, He is really in tune to that. Go check his site out, uh, cruisecustomsflags.com. You can buy his flags on there, key holders. Heck, Jim's got some of these neat little cups that are charred inside made out of oak that you can put a cocktail in. They call those the whiskey grail, don't they? Yeah, that is, it kind of reminds you, you know, when you think of a grail, but truly a whiskey grail right there. Go check those out at Cruise Customs Flags. Purchase from this guy, veteran-owned, veteran-operated, making a veteran-built product. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. This is The Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, we have another Craft Distillery Monday. We've got a bourbon from out west on today. Like out west-west? Like... In the real west, right? Kind of up up through the area there where uh, Lonesome Dove ran, but not quite. I think it's a little bit west of that even. I think so. You know, I, we were talking about that of where they were, whether they were in Cheyenne, where they moved for through on Lonesome Dove and stuff. But this right here is near Saratoga, Wyoming. Which is not far from Laramie. You know, right there near Medicine Bow National Forest. So this is yeah. a lot of history out there. Yeah, it, this is the Old West. So what we're talking about is a place called Brush Creek. Um, it's 30,000 acre ranch out there. Which, is that a big ranch in Wyoming or is that just an average size ranch? I, I, I think it's think pretty big. Pretty big. Plus they have another 15,000 acres. Yeah. Um, they call it a farm. Yeah. That, that'd that be a big farm. Yeah, I like to call my place a farm here, but it's not even close. <laughs> you got a five in there, Jim. I do. I have a, I have a five, but nothing else. <laughs> well, what we're talking about today, listeners, is the Brush Creek Straight Bourbon Whiskies. You notice what I said there, it's Jim? Plural. Plural. Yeah. So this is actually three different whiskeys, Jim, blended together. Um, Brush Creek started in 2019 laying down whiskey. So obviously their whiskey's not old enough yet. As of today, their own distillate is sitting in the barrel. It's about three years old. The oldest of which is about three years old. Yeah, and I think they've decided to go to that four to five year old whiskey, right? Uh, which is smart. We've I agree seen with you distilleries here in Kentucky do that. So in the meantime, they're sourcing their whiskeys, whiskeys with an S, from three different states. Yeah, from Indiana. Got some pretty good whiskey, right? We could almost guess where that comes from. Right, right. Uh, out of Kentucky. I, there's too many distilleries here to guess on that one. And then out of Tennessee. And we could probably narrow that one down pretty good, but we won't try. Yeah. But nevertheless, three different whiskeys, three different states, three different distilleries. 
uh, comprising a blend of three whiskeys that is making up this four grain mash bill. Yeah, and, and then it's it is a uh, four to twelve years old. So that that's pretty respectable. Ninety four proof on this, so we don't know the mash bills of those three different types of whiskeys. Um, but it's got a nice, beautiful color uh, in this. It, the standard whiskey bottle with a tulip neck. I would call that a nice copper. Um, yeah, it's a nice color to it. Very respectable. Yeah, I guess mash bill is the wrong word here, but it's it's certainly a four grain blend. It has all four of the grains in it, right? Wheat, rye, barley, and corn. Yeah, I mean, you can't get no more four grain than that, right? Right. You can find this uh, throughout the states. Uh, you can find it online um, here in Kentucky. You can find up the party source there in northern Kentucky. Uh, Texas, you can find it at Spec. Some of those bigger uh, retail uh, stores, you can find it at and stuff. Right around 55 bucks average. Um, I found a couple places online for $32. I don't know if that's a sale or what it is, but still a respectable price. Now, Brush Creek... This 30,000-acre ranch out in uh, in Wyoming is actually quite some resort, right? Yeah, I would call it a luxury ranch where people can go out there and relax. They have a spa. They have hiking trails. Um, you can go hunting out there, fly fishing, horseback riding, uh, guided uh, tours on like a side-by-side ATV tours, uh, wing shooting packages. Um, they've sponsored by Beretta and Orvis. Um, they've got Wagyu beef out there. They've got, uh, a bakery. They got a creamery where they've taken to make an ice cream and cheeses from goats. They've also got a winery out there that produces over 30,000 bottles a year. So did you say 30,000 bottles bottles of wine bottles, not barrels, (laughs) but bottles of wine. That's a lot. They've got a nice, a couple of different nice restaurants out there. This is a destination you want to go to. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for the outdoors, you're looking for that type of nature, this is your place to go. Um, it's in God's country out there, right? I mean, there's a lot of God's countries in, in the United States, but Wyoming sure ranks up there amongst some of the better sceneries, right? Looking out across the, those grasslands and canyons, it's just a beautiful place. Definitely. Would love to get out there myself. We haven't been there. We're st- we're seriously thinking about it, though. I would say, yeah, just a beautiful place. Uh, it's a place to relax and kind of connect uh, back to nature and stuff. So now they they do make a gin as well, and I know that they grow their own botanicals up there. So they've got their own greenhouses, about twenty thousand square feet of greenhouses where they grow their botanicals. But in addition, those greenhouses are putting out about a hundred thousand pounds of food a year. And, of course, those foods go into their uh, kitchens in the restaurants there to support their guests. So I'm not sure how many guest rooms they have, but I would say this is quite an operation. Well, I, I think what we need to do is just go out there and check it out is what we need to do. Try to see it for ourselves. See if we approve or not. Maybe we can get a hold of these fine folks here. They actually sent us this whiskey uh, from Brush Creek. We're, we're very happy to have a, a bottle of this. We actually have a bottle of their rye whiskey, too. Um, but we decided to do the bourbon. Well, today. let's do our due diligence here. We do appreciate the bottle being sent to it. We're going to be truthful about our tasting. Yeah. Let's taste this bottle. Let everybody know what they, they can think about uh, Brush Creek. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, the nose is solid. I would say 
definitely a waft of caramel, a little bit of fruit. The oak is apparent. I think some of the older whiskey is showing up in the nose as well. You can tell that there's little age in there, but knowing that it's blended, you can expect to get a few things. You ever had uh, been into like a Belgian waffle uh, restaurant or where they're making those fresh uh, waffle cones and you could smell those waffle cones being made? I get that in this nose right now. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I would say this is a, a good example of blending older and younger whiskeys together. Younger being the youngest being four years. So, whenever you take uh, multiple whiskeys and you put them together into a bottle, the bottle gets the age of the youngest whiskey. So, even though these are four to twelve year old whiskeys, legally you have to call this a four year old, right? Sure. But there are things that exist. There are notes and there are um, attributes of a four year old whiskey that don't exist in a 12-year-old whiskey, and vice versa. So things you get out. So when you put them both together, it's quite a challenge to blend them correctly to get a positive out, outcome. You know our uh, friends over there at Barrel Proof uh, Smoking Chips? Yeah. Smoke your bourbon. Uh, they Susan always makes these candied pecans. Oh, yeah. Get I love a little those. bit of that candied pecan on there. There's another little note there I'm getting. Not a whole lot of spice in this, though. Not a lot of spice, but... Um, it's got a just a hint of a savory note to it. I can't point it out. It doesn't really. I mean, it's recognizable, but I can't put words to it. It's 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 good. It's unique. It's not. I've not had those combinations of notes on the nose before. A little stone fruit in here, like a, a ripened peach. You know that peach truck had just come around. And like like when you really let them get softer. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I can get that. It's kind of floral. It's definitely floral. I think it's good. I think it's great. I'm ready to taste it though. Well, heck, cheers. And a little of the same. Um, nice uh, baking spices. Still that other spice. I can't get it. It's kind of a savory note. Um, a little bit of fruit. You said overripened peaches. I tend to agree with that. Getting a little anise in there. A little bit on the back of the palate. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 It does sit well on the back, um, but it is a little, it's a different spice when it gets back there. Would you say it's a little drying on the back? It is a little drying. It, it, it's like it pinches your tongue a little bit. Almost. Yeah. It wants to be pop rocks, but it's not quite there. Not quite pop rocks. It's like a sizzling. The finish on it is just, just barely reaching medium. But it's pleasant. Not a whole lot of sweetness on this. A little bit of that, like, old dried leather. Yeah. Um, you said that drying effect. Um, I'd like to say it had a... There's no roasted nuts in this right here. No. Uh, roasted something, though. Yeah, I still can't get past that savory note because I can't put my finger on it. It's almost like, uh, like bay leaf or something. Oh, well, sometimes you just can't put the words to it, folks. You just have to keep sipping and move on. It'll come to you eventually. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough sweetness in this to say it's like a, uh, maybe a cashew, um, a, a roasted cashew or something that's not as nutty. It has more oil to it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not enough to say it's like it has a bunch of fruit in it. This has got more spice in it. This is a good porch whiskey. I think if you're... If you're up on the ranch and 
uh, Wyoming and you're relaxing after a day of fishing or after a day of uh, pheasant hunting or whatever it is you choose to do while you're up there, this would be a great porch whiskey. Definitely. So, maybe you like a, a wintergreen or a spearmint is in this is what I'm getting. You're talking about the kind of freshness of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not getting the actual mint flavor, but I am getting the freshness. Yeah. Out. Cause it, it, it just kind of opens up your palate a little bit. It's like, like I said, sizzling on my palate. If I took some spearmint or something like that and chewed on it, that freshness of it um, would be. Yeah. There. Well, I have to say, you know, for their first expression, a young distillery, uh, they do have a big operation behind them but for yeah yeah but for a young distillery doing their first expression i would say this is a success yeah i i quite like it jim uh price wise you know 55 dollars. i get it you you're just getting into it i'd be interested to see if their new bottling is gonna stay that way um whenever they put their own out um 94 proof this is probably proof right yeah um, i'm wondering if they proofed it down or if they kept it at 100 it might bring out some more uh sweetness to it um y'all we always talk about that right yeah um remind everybody again what we're drinking so we're drinking the brush creek straight bourbon whiskeys uh this is Three different whiskeys from Indiana, Tennessee, and Kentucky at 94 proof, four to 12 years old. And you can pick this up for around $55. Four green blend. Yeah. Um, I think they did a very fine job blending this. Um, it's not harsh or anything like that. It's not overpowering. If you like a little bit more of a spicy whiskey, this is probably right up your alley. If you don't want that sweetness, mm -hmm. and I know a lot of people hit bourbons because they're overly sweet, this is that bourbon you're probably looking for. More yeah. of a Knob Creek style. Yeah, and I'd say it's a versatile whiskey, too. You could do a lot of things with this. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's uh, it's got enough... Uh, it's got it's bold enough. It's got enough uh, flavor in it that it can hold up to a little bit of ice. I think it'd be fine mixed as a highball or in a cocktail. I think it'd probably make a fine old fashioned. It's got enough spice to it. It sips nice straight, and that's the way I would prefer it. But I'd say it's versatile enough to go any of those directions. Now let it sit in the glass a little bit. Sipped on it, got out of that hint of that peach. Yeah. Um, which is super nice. It, it opened up a little bit, a little sweetness came out of it. Not overly still, not overly sweet. I'm going to pour it a little bit more, Jim. You can almost session with this. I think you could sit down and at the end of the day, literally, if we go up there, if we go, up to, <laughs> we go up to this place, you know, we're going to go two different directions. I'm going to fish and you're going to hunt. I'd like to pheasant hunt up there. Yeah. I, I think that, or even I, you know, I'm get on atv and you know i like to take photos yeah i'd probably go crazy up there taking photos right yeah um i would love to shoot this bottle against some of their backdrops there um eat some wagyu beef maybe hunt some pheasants heck i might even fish with you a little bit i enjoy catching a good trout uh you know that's relaxing and stuff but love the girls are sarah wives at the spa uh, on a hike uh Eating some wagyu beef, they they both like to eat, eat a little bit of beef. But back so. to the sessioning on this bottle, I think that after that day, after dinner, we could watch sunset with this. Yeah, we come back and watch the sunset sit on the porch. We could session with this bottle and probably talk about the notes in it for quite some time. I think this is a good sunset bottle here. I'd enjoy it. Yeah, quite beautiful. Um, 
like I said, it's opening up. I'm getting that sweetness now, that peach. I was uh, maybe a little bit of toasted peach, Jim. If you ever have you ever taken a a peach, put a little butter in a cast iron pan and just kind of sear that that peach on the side and ate that. That's what I'm getting on this. Um, nice. I, I I really like, put a little bit of just just a little bit of cinnamon on there. Yeah. For that sweetness and it gets caramelized, yeah. man. Yeah, you know that's something, Mike. We could talk a little bit about this. This is a shorter Crafted Story Monday episode, but one of the things that um, is very common to the way we taste whiskeys is that we'll open the bottle and we'll drink from the neck, right? Yep. And then uh, we'll talk about it. And we'll let our listeners know what we think about it, and then sometimes we'll come back to that bottle later just for personal reasons. We'll notice that it's a little different. Yeah, it could be, you know, and it depends on what we've eaten that day, what we've drank. Uh, I would say if you're a listener out there and you drink from a bottle and you're just straight from the neck, don't be discouraged by that bottle. Um, come back to it. Your palate can change over the course of a day. Right. Um, I think they've always improved over time, at least from the neck pour to the next time I come back and visit the bottle. Obviously, if you run a bottle down to an inch inch from the bottom and you leave it that way for a long time, you hazard other things happening like sure. oxidation. Yep. But I think I've always noticed for the most part that as these whiskeys are exposed to that oxygen, exposed to that air, they do tend to open up a little bit. They do tend to improve some, right, as a general rule. Well, I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. I, I, this thing has a nice hug to it. It's starting to work there. Mm-hmm. Right, so I, I would I don't even know what kind of hug to call that because you got three different states. Maybe a call it the ten k hug. Yeah, yeah, ten k hug. You know, <laughs> do you think we could we could finish this bottle between us one night out there? It'd be a rough rough morning. It would be a rough. I bet we could. <laughs> Actually, I I know we could. It's, uh, it's it'd be easy. <laughs> this bottle is definitely sessionable. I I, I truly believe it. Uh, I I could you know and what would makes a, an idea for a sessionable bourbon to me is one that as I'm drinking on it, I start to notice more and more things about it. I start to really enjoy drinking it yeah. and I'm not looking for that other bottle to drink now. I just want to stick with this one. Yeah. This is a, a bottle that you can sit around and, and talk about and discuss. And, um, you know, I, I would implore people to make sure you're listening to our craft distillery, uh, Mondays, Check out these bourbons we're talking about. We are very careful about what bourbons come on the show. Um, and this is one that we hit, we thought about. Yep. Um, we talked to them. I, I like their story. Um, and you know I'm not a big story guy. The story doesn't matter to me. The bottle doesn't matter. The story the- matters to you after you've tasted the bourbon, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I. What matters is, is the whiskey inside. You can have the ugliest bottle on the face of the earth. Um plainest bottle there is which is that stag jr bottle right yeah yep. but we know stag jr itself mm-hmm. it it can sit in that bottle just fine by itself but i've seen other people put whiskey in that bottle and it tastes horrible but then i've seen people put other whiskey in that and it tastes just beautiful it's so true. it's true it really doesn't matter well jim another fine review uh a medium finish on this a nice uh 10k hug on this yeah, yeah. um $55, that's not too far of a reach uh, for a 4 to 12 years old. you got to remember that. Yeah, you are always got to have this in your mind, at least today, in today's numbers. Always have it in your mind. Uh, 
what's the proof and what's the age? If it's somewhere in the 90 to 100 proof range and it's somewhere in the uh, four to five-year-old range or four to six-year-old range, $55 is correct. Now, I will tell you, who else has 94 proof out there? Oh, my goodness. Elijah Craig, right? Elijah Craig. Yeah. Um, Elijah Craig's going to run you right around $40 for a bottle. $34 yeah. to yeah. $40, depending on how we're But, you. you know, let's face it. Heaven Hill's putting down 1,300 barrels a day. Yeah. For the moment, Brush Creek is having to source their whiskey. We don't know how many barrels, but they are putting down their own and probably at a fairly rapid pace. Oh, yeah. I can imagine they are a great big distiller like this. I think it's a great place to go visit if you want to go visit a place. Um, you get the best of all worlds here if you're into that outdoorsy world like we are. Um, if your wife's into wine or your significant other is into wine, they got wine there for you. They got beef. They got the creamery. They've got the greenhouse. They've got it all. They got the spa, Jim. A luxurious place to stay. Uh, I'm looking forward to visiting. Yeah, absolutely. So, so listeners, if uh, if you get a chance to try this or if you see it on the shelf, I think Mike and I are both kind of in tune on this. We say you ought to pick yourself up a bottle. I think you won't be disappointed. Hey, if you see it on the shelf at a bar and you're having a drink, definitely get a pour. Uh, check out BrushCreekDistillery.com. Find out more about these guys. Check out, check out the resort out there. If you ever had an inkling to head out west and go to Wyoming out near Cheyenne and Laramie, uh, this would be a great place to go. I think Mike and I are going to try and get out there at some point. Yeah, I want to go back out. I've been to the American West plenty of times, kind of grew up in the American West. So to me, um, this would almost be like going home, different part of the American West. I've been out there, uh, rode a Harley out there a couple times and uh, enjoyed myself. And I look forward to visiting again. All right. Well, Mike, where can people find us on the internet? Well, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Man, we're all over the place. Um, but our main place is on Facebook. We got a private Facebook group called the Bourbon Roadies. Um, we're getting around 3,000 people in there, Jim. Uh, three easy questions to become a member. Are you 21? Do you love bourbon? Hell, it if you're searching us out, you love bourbon. If you listen to us, you love bourbon. Um, and also, uh, do you agree to play nice? Because we don't tolerate any rudeness in there. I mean, if you drink from the very bottom of the shelf to the very top of the shelf, we want you to come in there and enjoy yourself. Enjoy a great whiskey conversation with us. Celebrate life, birthdays, uh, anniversaries, retirements, uh, whiskey festivals. Um, folks, you need to stick with us. We might have some big stuff. That's coming down the pike. Uh, we'll let uh, you know. We'll, we're going to let you know. But it's pretty damn exciting. I think uh, we're, so. we're excited about it. So, yeah, come and join us in the roadies. Uh, pretty great time. Yeah. So we do two shows every single week. Every week on Mondays, you'll get a Craft Distillery Monday episode from us. We sit down with a bottle like we have today with Brush Creek. Mike and I will sip on it. We'll talk about it. We'll give you our opinion. We'll let you know whether or not you ought to add it to your bar. But every Wednesday, we'll do a full-length episode. We'll have a guest on. We'll travel about. We'll go to a distillery. We'll we'll have an author on or a chef, or we'll drink three or four bottles. We'll get in, in deep dive a subject, a much longer show, basically two 30-minute halves. We'll get you to work and get you home. Uh, two shows every single week. Mike, what can they do to make sure they don't miss either one of those shows? Well, listeners, what you need to do is scroll on up to the top of that app, hit that 
subscribe button, that check sign, that plus sign. And the app is going to let you know, hey, these two jokers have an episode out today and you need to listen to it, catch up, see what kind of whiskey you need to put on your shelf today. Or, hey, what kind of guests they got on? But then we need to scroll on down, hit that five-star review, those comments, because you know what's going to happen if you don't. The big bad booty daddy of bourbon is going to come over to your house, bringing some of this Brush Creek straight bourbon whiskeys with him. Drink it all night long. You'll be talking like John Wayne. You'll seriously leave us that five-star review. Leave us those comments. But seriously, those comments, those reviews, open up doors to distilleries, gets great whiskey in our hands like this Brush Creek. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. If you run into Mike and I and we're out and about, you see us at an event or at a liquor store, you see us out at a distillery, make sure you stop by and say hi. We'd love to meet you. Love to shake your hand and hear your bourbon story. Heck, Mike, we were just at an event hanging out with some roadies just yesterday yeah a lot of fun so make sure you uh, you're not shy you walk up to us mike and i are very approachable you can also reach out to us on our website thebourbonroad.com we've got a contact us page on there just fill out the little message and send it to us we'll get back with you you can also hit up our emails i'm jim at thebourbonroad.com he's mike at thebourbonroad.com but like we always say probably the best way just hit up our dms on instagram they're wide open I'm Jay Shannon of 63. I'm Big Bourbon Chief. We'll see you down the Bourbon Road. Mm-hmm.